0: Melissa is very, uh, known for telling men to suck it. <laughs> <laughs> so I cannot, I can, I cannot say for sure that, uh, women are not saying tell it to suck it. Like, no matter what we do, you oppress. It don't matter if we help you, it's oppressive. If we don't help you, it's oppressive. If we don't do anything, it's oppressive. And I just think it's very odd that now I... I see both sides of it. I see how annoying it is to have to be a white person and being told all the time that everything is racist, everything is oppressive. The Bamboo Project Podcast. Three, two, three, two. Welcome to the Bamboo Project Podcast where you can see how we turn our life into a living. So I want to start off by giving a shout out to the Bamboo Project family. I appreciate everyone for tuning in every week. This may be your first episode, but for everyone else, this episode 38. And if this is your first episode, I want you to know you have a lot of catching up to do. Okay. For all the people who do not have YouTube premium accounts and still want to listen to the podcast, the link for the audio will be in the description box below. We are streaming on all major streaming platforms apple podcast we are on spotify we're on google podcast we're on anchor breaker radio public cast box overcast and pocket cast for everyone listening to this podcast and not watching it we have a youtube channel what's that called i got you right now the bamboo project okay where we have over 200 videos of cooking tutorials we have travel lifestyle vlogs we have tips on makeup hair growth basketball and everything us okay if you want to see our day-to-day behind the scenes of how we make all these things happen you can find us on social media my instagram is donovan gray d-o-n-i-v-a-n-g-r-a-y and my amazing girlfriend anita burn a-n-e-t-a-b-u-r-n we have multiple different projects and for all those projects they have on instagram okay i'm gonna put that right here we have a food project We have a music project, we have a clothing project, we have a fitness project, we have a sports project, and we have the Bamboo Project podcast, which we're listening to right now. Uh, You can DM me if you want to get on the phone and have a conversation about something you're going through, you want to talk to me, have a question, send me a DM on Instagram, D-O-N-I-V-A-N-G-R-A-Y. Also, we have timestamps below for this podcast. So if you want to go to the description, you can see what we're talking about and you can click on the specific timestamp that you want to go to and listen to. So today's date is December 8th. It is 301 pm. We are starting very late and I will explain that later as to why we're starting at three o'clock. This podcast has multiple different segments, okay? Four to be exact. We have the life update, which is, as it says, the update of my life over the last week is when I go and I have already listened to the episode of last week. And I say, you know what? I think I want to fix that. I think I didn't say that correctly. I think, you know, I want to kind of expand on that idea. And that's what I talk about in episode playback. Then we have Donovan's questions where I usually will have a nice, very profound question that I think I want to share with the family. And then last but not least, we have the topics for that day. So. We are going to be starting off with the life update. So on today's agenda, we have uh, for the topics, we have the energy, the money or the resources. You have to have one of the three to be you have to have. Honestly, you got to have one of them. You need to have one of them. We'll get into that later. Uh, People will want you to lie to them and they resent you for doing it. I'm going to get into that later in today's topics. But as we all know, starting off with my life update. Just a heads up, this episode is probably going to be a little bit shorter than uh, some other ones. And I will You'll know, explain later, probably during episode playback. So, last week, uh, I was on a clubhouse call or a clubhouse uh, room. And as some may or may not know about how I feel about uh, the coronavirus, I have multiple uh, podcasts of me explaining It's probably in the first... It's within the, it's within the first 10 episodes of this podcast and i explain how i feel about the coronavirus and just the kind of things that i've experienced and what i was researching when i had family members who were going through it um so i am not taking the vaccine unless i have probably have to be forced to or i'm thinking maybe if somehow if which is probably going to end up happening which is what i kind of heard too they're going to allow the government to not force you to get a vaccine okay what they're going to probably do is say that all of the things that you want to use though will require a vaccine if you want to go on an airplane you need a vaccine if you want to have your kids in school you need a vaccine if you want to go to a public area you need a vaccine if you're going to be around anybody if you're going to be around more than six or ten people you're going to need a vaccine that's what's going to probably end up happening so they will be able to say well we don't necessarily force you to get a vaccine that's not our job but if you work at Amazon, Uber, Whole Foods, Walmart, uh, any of these very McDonald, any of these very large corporations that own or not own but employ a lot of people, they're probably going to be a situation where they go, well, we'd want, if that's what they want to do, then who are we as a government to stop them from wanting you to get a vaccine? And it's going to be very strange because uh, a lot of companies now are doing like contact tracing and things like that so you're going to see people having to show their phone probably i talked about this before to get into certain places you're gonna have to show that you've gotten a vaccine you haven't been infected in a certain amount of period of time um and you know right now that you're doing we're gonna do like a thermometer check on you when you come through the door we're gonna just do that first but then it's gonna go into something next to go okay your phone has to uh have this green light that says that you're good to be able to go places other than that you can't come in here Um, And they started doing that already, kind of with the mask and things like that. So it's going to only get worse from there, uh, in my opinion. Um, But the reason I'm bringing that up is because I was in a clubhouse room and there was a black woman who I believe was a, she's pretty sure she was a doctor uh, or has her MD or or something like that. Is MD for doctors? I think it is. I think so. Um, But she's in rheumatology. She's a rheumatologist probably, which is a study of blood, I believe. When she was explaining in Clubhouse, she was saying that a lot of black people don't want to get the vaccine. And that is because we have had bad experiences with Western medicine. Um, they have been trying to experiment on us, things have gone bad. And she tried to reference and say, She's a younger woman, uh, but she also tried to reference and say that we have heard about the Tuskegee trials and that is why, you know, the the big bad Tuskegee trials, that's why we no longer want to do vaccines i don't know that's the syphilis related thing it might be but there's also syphilis where they try to give us syphilis on purpose to see kind of what would happen um so you know black people don't really have a good uh, reputation or a good history with uh western medicine when we're out here especially when it comes to new diseases so she was like oh you know i'm afraid that you know we won't want to get vaccines because uh we don't trust the the hospitals now she was explaining a lot of different things in there. And I think she was very informed about what she knows. Um, What I don't think is good about the information that she has is that it does not take into account uh, people using the virus or the vaccine to limit what you're able to do. She was, she kind of touched on it vaguely. Um, She was saying that, yeah, you know, I mean, they might, they they the government probably won't do it and if they did there'd be a very big lawsuit on their hands to try to force you to get a vaccine that probably won't happen is what she said then she followed up on that by saying you know but you know companies they might they might just have it like in their stipulations that we you're not required to get a vaccine but we push very 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 hard that you get one um so I definitely think that's going to end up happening going forward, as far as the vaccine goes. Now, a couple of things that I want to bring up that she has said in this uh, room, uh, because somebody had asked about mutations, and there are over, I heard, maybe eight thousand mutations of the coronavirus. So, one of the things that she said was that if a if there is a mutation of the coronavirus, um, actually, I'm gonna give you guys an idea of how the coronavirus works or how viruses work, according to what you know my information isn't what she was saying um there's something called a spike protein right so you think of a spike now think of taking a spike and putting it in the dirt okay your dirt the dirt is you you're the dna the dirt is your dna that's how it works right so now when the spike whatever you want to call the spike virus comes over and sticks its spike into you then it then it uh it uses the information it uses i got this right it uses the, not the information, it uses the resources from your body to replicate itself throughout your body. That's what it does, right? But it has to insert itself into your either your DNA strands or into your cells or whatever the case might be. Um, I'm not sure about the specific one, whatever, but that's how it pretty much works, okay? So remember, you have a spike, goes into the ground, uses the resources from the ground to replicate itself and multiply and become bigger and bigger. OK, now when it mutates, she was saying that it's possible that a mutation may have a spike that doesn't work properly. OK, I'm using very late. These are very layman's terms. So if you take a spike and try to it in the ground and the spike is broken, then you don't have to really worry about anything happening or anything multiplying because the spike didn't actually get to uh, insert itself into the dirt. So because of that, uh, we shouldn't have to really worry about the the mutations as much because a lot of mutations don't have. Uh, the proper spikes that will get to stick inside of your cells, your DNA. Right? That's what she said. Now, this is how I took that. Right? My issue with that is there's something called a PCR test, which is what they use to um, is what they use to test you to see if you have the coronavirus. There was a couple other ones that she said. I think they might all relate to PCR tests. But my concern is the PCR test. The reason why is because it's supposed to be a test that's not used for I believe the term is virology. You're not supposed to use that to detect if you have a virus or not. That's not what it was made for. Okay. So it's the way it works is it continues to multiply or is it multiply? It continues to multiply the cells in your body. Is that, I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm definitely fucking that part up. Um, can you pull that up? How the PCR test works? And I'll, I'll come back to that. So the problem I have with the PCR test is that the more that you take the test, the more likely it is that you're probably going to have you're going to test positive for the coronavirus. That's number one. Number two is everybody already has, or most people have, the coronavirus or a a corona type virus in their system. It just not it just doesn't affect them. It's just normal. It's just the same way that. Uh, There are viruses and bacteria and things like that just all around the world, just everywhere. Some, a lot of those could be coronavirus vaccine or not vaccines, coronavirus um, viruses, coronavirus viruses. Yeah. So. If you go in to get tested for it, you're going to test positive for it. Not, not knowing which type of coronavirus you have, not knowing if it's really important that you need to get tested for it, not knowing if it's important they tested positive for it. All you know is that this test said that you tested positive. So now what does that mean? That means that everybody or a lot of people who are going to get tested are going to test positive for it. On top of the fact is, if you keep going over and over again, and I'm going to get the facts on this, then you're going to test even more positive for it, right? So I go, okay. Uh, that's kind of, that's kind of interesting. I brought this up to her and she also seemed to kind of stumble when I asked this question. So I'm like, all right, that's not a good sign to me that all you can look up, you can look up yourself too. the creator of the PCR test actually, who actually said this test should not be used for viruses. That is not what this test is used for. Uh, it's not, it's not going to work. It's the purpose of it is for DNA, I believe, to be able to multiply your DNA strands or something like that. Um Did you find out what it is? Uh, I'm still trying to. So. Understand so so there so that was that right? Um What did she talk about? She talked about oh, what's the mutations? So right then she was saying that if you if they mutate, then you do not uh you don't have to worry about the mutations. So my other concern was that if there are mutations where the spike protein of the virus doesn't actually mutate, but some other part of the virus does, then do I need to get a vaccine every time I go or every year or every couple of months? How often do I get a vaccine if the virus keeps mutating? And what I what I read that is as is. The plan is to continue to keep getting vaccines regularly because we're going to keep being told that it mutates and it changed and you need a new one and you got to have this and you can't, you can't, you, you if you don't have the newest one, you can't go here. We got to update to see which vaccine virus you have. It's going to be like software. It's going to be like, which update do you have on your body? You don't have the 10.12 uh, Big Sur iOS Mac. You can't, then you can't come here. I'm a You just can't get, I'm, I don't know what to tell you. You got to update your vaccine. If you don't get your vaccine, you can't come and do things you want to do. You can't go into enclosed spaces. You can't eat at restaurants. You can't go to the movies. You can't go on planes. None of those things, right? This is my theory. This is what I think is going to end up happening. Um, So. It It was the. uh, So I definitely think, like I said, they're going to have a situation where we have to keep getting tested or not tested have to keep getting vaccinated over and over and over and over again just because the way they're going about it right now if you're telling me that uh it's mutating one and you guys oh that's the other thing they said too there's no they don't even know if the vaccine is going to uh be a long-term vaccine or if it's going to just work for five or six months all of these things that i'm hearing lead me to believe that you know what they're probably going to try and have, us take this vaccine regularly. And if I, w- I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, somebody's paying for it, obviously. So there's money in it. But I wouldn't be surprised if there's like a, you know, $20 or $100 every three months you got to pay to get a vaccine or some shit like that. And like I said, if it's not updated, if you have the new vaccine, you can't go to here. You can't go to there. You can't go there. You have to have the most recent vaccine update. If you don't have it, you can't go nowhere. Um. So like I said, I think I really... That was the first time I ever gotten to talk to somebody that. Uh, that was a. That was the first time I ever got to talk to somebody who's actually, right up against, right inside of the neck, uh, the 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 trenches of the coronavirus and um, the vaccine and what's planning to happen and you know what things like that. And I just think it's so funny because I don't think that she is part of. What is possibly going wrong with it? I think that she got information from whoever got information from. And like I said, I was listening. I'm like, okay, this sounds interesting. But I still find a lot of different problems that you can find in PCR test. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, so it seems that the, that is highly accurate. Um, is it the accuracy of any diagnostic test depends on many factors, including whether the sample is collected properly, or during um, when during the course of the illness the testing was done, and whether the sample was maintained in appropriate conditions while it was shipped to the laboratory but it should overall be highly accurate um you want to know how how it works Mhm So yeah, PCR tests, they, they test for genetic material
0: Okay What does that mean? This she said that PCR uh test test for genet- genetic material mm-hmm. Okay So
1: they take your saliva sample and send to a laboratory where where coronavirus RNA, which is like, you know, the information in your DNA, if it's present, it'll be extracted and then converted to DNA. And then the DNA is amplified in order to produce a measurable result. So I guess they grow whatever they find so, till it gets large enough for them to identify it. But it's highly accurate.
0: That's what it says. Yeah, I bet it does. I bet it does say it's highly accurate. Um, I mean, again, this is the issue is that I feel like most people have the coronavirus in them. Uh, can you look that up too? How many people have the coronavirus in them? Oh, that's, not, that's another thing too. This is another thing that I had asked. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's kind of a hard question to answer. Why? Isn't a coronavirus like a type of virus? Not necessarily like... I mean, I not Yeah. So one thing I asked her was what happens if I have the coronavirus in my system? No, what if? What happens if I have a mutation of the coronavirus that does not affect anybody because the spike protein is broken? Will I test positive for it? And she said, yes, I will. And now my problem with that is a lot of people may have mutations that aren't problematic, but you're still requiring them to get vaccinated. You're still telling them that they have the coronavirus, even though it's no, there's no danger in it. Now she tried to finesse around and call that being asymptomatic, which I don't think is the proper way to go about it is because mm, yeah, I don't have any symptoms, but that that's not because I just have a strong immune system. It's because there's a mutation here in this coronavirus. So there's a mutation here. I don't think that you should be applying the same types of pressure on me for testing positive. If there's no, if it's not the coronavirus that's killing people, or the, not even, I can't even say that, because I don't even like saying coronavirus is killing people. I, I definitely think that there's a lot of other things that go into the coronavirus that causes people to end up, uh, you know, passing away. Um, so, what are you finding? Six, 67 million cases. Close to 68 million cases. Of what? Of the coronavirus. No, that's not what I'm asking. I'm asking what, how many types of coronaviruses are there? They said there's six Mm-hmm. Of
1: known human coronaviruses, mm-hmm. with one species subdivided into two different strains,
0: okay. making seven strains of human coronaviruses together, all together. Okay. And how many of those are, I guess, deadly? Or what else do they say about it?
1: They cause different things in different animals. So, um, coronaviruses are a group of related RNA viruses that causes diseases in, ma- in mammals and birds. So in humans and birds, they cause respiratory tract infections that can range from mild to lethal. Mild illnesses in humans include some cases of a common cold which, are, which could also be caused by other viruses, predominantly rhinoviruses. And then more lethal varieties can cause, can cause SARS, MERS, and uh, COVID-19. In cows and pigs, they cause diarrhea. In mice, they call hepatitis
0: and another word that i cannot pronounce that's interesting because that um i mean okay so listen that was just a little update on you know the conversation i had in clubhouse if you're in clubhouse i definitely would uh suggest just getting into rooms that you have questions about i feel like there are going to be rooms of people answering all types of things that you want to know and i think for now if you're if you can get in it's great to get in and find out because there's going to come a point where the people who are in there are only be doing it for money for promotion for marketing and it won't be as genuine as it is now you won't have a regular you know black rheumatologist who lives in africa who decide hey i'm you know chilling in my crib or my i'm in my house let me just uh go on clubhouse and just give some free gems you're not really going to get that because You know when it gets to a point where it's bigger and everybody's on there it's like oh hey i saw that you were on clubhouse yesterday telling things that weren't true or telling things about the company that you're not supposed to say or we don't need to do a, a um we need to have a pr rep when you're going on clubhouse because we don't want you to say anything that might uh negatively affect what we have going on on this side we didn't get there yet so i would suggest if you can get on there right now get on there and try and learn anything that you can um another thing i've run into on clubhouse that i've this is my one of my theories right so I want everybody listening to just take a deep breath, okay? Okay, now that everybody's taking a deep breath, take one more. Okay, now that we all taking deep breaths, okay? I think that black women are the problem with clubhouse. Okay, here's why. I'm going to tell you why, okay? Every time I have seen a room go from a productive room to a non-productive room it is at the forefront are black women now i don't know why this is i don't understand what's going on i'm just making observation of trends that i've seen if you have if you are in clubhouse you can either validate this from your experience or you can look for it the next time you're in one i have been in multiple rooms and multiple rooms with celebrities have turned bad due to black women this is just this is what i've seen uh for some strange reason there they tend to uh peddle this narrative that black women are oppressed right now when i say that they are using the narrative to their benefit that's what i mean by they're peddling this narrative yes black women are definitely oppressed but when they are in those rooms If they are wrong in what they're saying and somebody calls them out on being wrong, they say that it's because there are black women that their voice is being suppressed and they no longer have the space. They don't have the safe space that they thought they had in a clubhouse room because as a black man, you or a black, any or anybody is taking up a black woman's space. Uh, What's the other words that they prefer to use in the, uh, what what are the other phrases that they like to use? There's another phrase. Mm-hmm. Oh, another word that they love to use is if you if if you're in one of these rooms and it's one of these uh, these woke black women say to you, hey, sir, that's nonsense. You're wrong. And a guy goes, I'm not wrong. This is why I'm right wow you're gonna just gaslight me like that i can't believe that you're just gonna gaslight me This is the problem you just come up here you're gaslighting me i thought it was a safe space for black women and here you are not allowing us to have the free and safe space that we are entitled to have as black women that we should have this is what they say right they love this is the same narrative every single time whether it was about megan the stallion uh when Tory Lanez came in here whether it's about kevin hart when he talked about his child whether it was about chet who's Jamaican, no, he's not even Jamaican, uh, no, he's not Jamaican, uh, Chet Hanks, who was speaking in Patois, and had got very popular for doing so, and these, he white man. He has to throw that in. right, he's a white man, uh, he's a lighter complexion man, who, because who, who, uh, it's, it's why I say lighter complexion, I think it's funny, because when you think of somebody, when people think of Jamaicans, people definitely forget that Jamaica has multiple types of people, so, he is just a very, 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 very light Jamaican. No, he's not. I mean, right, he's not. He's not he's not Jamaican. <laughs> right. I was making a joke before that I was making a joke before that, but he's definitely not a Jamaican guy. Um, but he's a very light Jamaican and I'm saying it as a joke. Uh he's a white guy who can speak Patois. His I believe his daughter and his girlfriend are Jamaican. Um, so he's around people who are Caribbean, right? So we, I'm in this room. Uh, Melissa's in the room as well. And they, there are black women in the room telling him how he is mocking Jamaicans. There are Jamaicans in the room saying, I'm not I feel perfectly fine. I'm not mocked. And they are saying that he needs to not speak in pat talk because there may be one Jamaican out there that does not like him speaking in patois and he has to be able to respect the fact that at least one person does not want him to speak in patois right so during this conversation one of the women go to him and say chet do you do you do you know that there might be a person that that's affected by you saying that and he's like yeah but when i first started speaking in patois and it went viral i just had thousands of messages of people saying how great it was or how funny it was or how much they supported because i'm able to bring light to a culture on a very big platform that didn't have the same light or not even have the same light didn't have the same light in that space that he was bringing it to so as he was doing that the lady or the, the person goes okay but what about the one chet what about the one you don't care about the one and i'm just like he just said that there are thousands of people who are telling him that, you know, hey, big, you know, big ups to you. And we're just so happy that you did that. And you're able to bring light to this. We're we, we enjoying it. And on top of the fact that I think it would be very different if he had did it from a perspective of, you know, what's the winner mon cinnamon. If he had did something like that, then it'd be like, wow, he's really like he's trying to make a mockery of the culture. But he wasn't. He was able to speak Patois. I have a Jamaican toenail. That's all I got. I don't have nothing else but that. And he speaks far better Jamaican than me. Now, it's in my blood, right? But I don't speak Patois. I ha- they are- I don't know how to speak Patois. So he knows how to speak Patois. And but these women are telling him that he can't speak Patois. Now, the funny thing to me is that it's a language. You telling somebody else they can't speak a language? So can I speak Spanish? Can I speak French? Can I speak uh Igbo? What, what can I speak? Because obviously, if I speak another language, it's racist. And this is what I, and like I said. It-, it comes back to this narrative of that uh, women are, be- black women are being oppressed, and it's this is seeming to me to go towards the Me Too movement, it's seeming to me to go towards the Time's Up movement, where it's going to become like, honestly, I don't even hear that term anymore, it's going to be like one of those things, where it's like, yeah, 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 black women are oppressed, it is what it is, oh my god, and it's the problem is, people who don't understand the literature, people who don't actually do the work, are just running around using buzzwords that they heard somebody else use, or they saw on Twitter, and when they do that, they... They kind of muddy up the space for people who actually have problems because they come up and they call everything an issue. Everything that they say is just it is. Uh, you can't say this to black women. You can't call me wrong. You can't say that I'm lying. I don't gotta talk about my body count with you because I'm a black woman. What's wrong with you? And it's just it goes on and on. It gets crazy. So, uh, what else happened in that room? Um, oh, so this is the, this is the, this is the hypocrisy of the whole situation, right? So during the during that. These black women are like, you know what, Chet? You need to understand the history of why it's it's not right for you to say that. And you know what you should do to learn the history? You should read the autobiography of Malcolm X. You know why, Chet? Because he's going to tell you what you need to know about the white people who oppress black people by taking their culture. Right? Now, I didn't catch, I didn't catch on to this. Right? I'm going to tell you why. Because I have a toenail Jamaican. To Only my toenail Jamaican. To nothing else. I don't really know about... Jamaican culture like that. Immediately, Melissa heard this shit and said, "What the fuck is she talking about? What the fuck is she bitch talking about, right?" So I'm like, I don't, "What happened? What's going on?" She's like, "Malcolm Max is not Jamaican. Why are you telling him to read about black problems to solve Jamaican issues?" Like why are you telling why are you trying to give him black solutions for Jamaican problems that doesn't make any sense because the things that we experience in Jamaica this or Melissa was talking about people that she knows in Jamaica that they experience there or just as a whole are not the same problems that black people here experience they're different people there's different things that they go through and to just say well he's black so he must know it's the same thing that he's going through it's it's hypocritical and it's borderline racist, which is is hilarious to me. And what's even great is that later, Jamaicans pulled up in the room and was like, bitch, what the fuck are you talking about? Right, then the Jamaicans had to come and go, you know what, we need to get on the stage, because they were saying that this this is the problem. The stage became a black woman stage of, we need to make sure that this white man does not oppress us anymore, right? We can't have that. And it's funny, another thing that came up is one of the girls said, Yeah, you know, I showed my dad, he's Jamaican, he thought it was funny. You know, a lot of people were like, Yeah, this is funny. People thought it was good, and then people think it's funny because it's my belief, is because it's an accurate representation of what's happening. It's not a mockery, it's like it's a laugh out of wow, he like he really knows Jamaican, like oh Jamaican, he really knows Patois, like he can really speak the like he knows he's been around Jamaican people, like that's it's crazy. I
1: think it's I think it was funny because the people that was once the girls that, the same people that were saying that he shouldn't say it they were like yeah you know i don't have a problem with it like you know i thought i thought it was funny too but at least that still doesn't negate the fact that there's people out there that will be offended by this
0: bro it was it was right it, they were just and this is what i'm this is my problem i was having with these black women in clubhouse because it's the same it's like people want to be oppressed like they're looking for ways to be oppressed they're like damn he told me i was wrong i'm being oppressed damn He kicked me out of the clubhouse room. I'm being oppressed. he sent me down to the, out of, he sent me down from the the panel to the, to the audience. I'm being oppressed because I'm a black woman. And it's like, one thing that I've had to realize too, I've talked about this podcast before, right. Is that I know that I'm, I'm privileged, right. And I'm going to say why I'm privileged as a man. I'm privileged as a man because I did not know that I had privilege, right. That's, that's the crazy thing about privilege. And the reason, Like I said, the reason that I knew I had it, because I did not think about me not having it. So women have to think about situations where they're like, okay, I can't do this or I can't do that or I'm not – they're able to do that over me or things like that. So it's very similar to white people, right? But now – that I'm on the other side of the privilege, and I don't understand like okay, there are things that I don't even think about as a guy because it's just not something that comes to my brain. I have the privilege of not thinking about it, right? So now I have the other perspective of a white person, right? Because I tend to keep finding myself going, "Are y'all serious? Are y'all serious?" Oh yeah, yeah, everything is oppression, everything is oppression. Everything we go to everything we everywhere we go, you oppressed. You oppressed here, you oppress there, you oppress everywhere. You like no matter what we do, you oppressed. It don't matter if we help you, it's oppressive. If we don't help you, it's oppressive. If we don't do anything, it's oppressive. And I just think it's very odd that now I I see both sides of it. I see how annoying it is to have to be a white person and being told all the time that everything is racist, everything is oppressive. Because now I see that as a guy, I, I am mean, not necessarily me per se, per se, but I see that men are told all the time they're being oppressive. They're being toxic. And the guys are like, are you sure? Like, I don't know if I really am being that. I don't, like, I'm not, I don't think I am. And then they go, wow, the reason you don't think you are is because you're a man who has privilege. You don't have to acknowledge the fact that they do have privilege. And it's like, it's honestly, I really believe this all started from, uh, I think it was grownish. where it was a scene where she was saying that black people can't be racist because we don't have the power to be racist. And once I seen that scene and shit just went, everybody kept saying, it. I never heard that phrase really until I saw that in the movie or in the show. Like, and once I seen it there, everybody was saying it, it was everywhere. That is just my, my opinion so far in the clubhouse. Um, and they were, they were just coming at him and I'm like, obviously I've, there's a girl named Brittany Rose who does real estate and she's black. And I think she's a very good moderator when she is in charge of a room. She does real estate and things like that. Um, So there are black women who don't do with all of the woke, fake, woke nonsense. Right. But what I do know is that ninety nine, if not one hundred percent of the time that I have seen a room go from productive to unproductive is because black women feel like they're being oppressed every time. It don't matter what it is. It's every Every single time. Now, it could be the demographic of, of Clubhouse. It could be who I'm who I'm following possibly. But it only I never went to a room and we were talking about, you know, hoes and basketball and guys just started uh cursing each other out and crying and getting mad and telling somebody I'll pull up on your house right now and shoot you. I'll kill your mother. You don't hear about none of that. That's the that's the that's the male version of, of girl of girls being offended. That's the male version of it. Where it's like yo, we gonna fight right now, yo, fuck out of here, you ain't talking to me like that, fuck, that's what they're doing, a girl, I tell you last week, a girl told a cold dude, he said he was a dick rider in Kevin Hart's room, or two weeks ago, because, oh, she called a bunch of guys dick riders, because, I guess she said like they was dick riding, I, I personally just don't think that's gonna happen in other rooms, I ain't seeing no white people doing it, I ain't seeing no men doing it, black men, I ain't seeing Asian people doing it, I ain't seeing nobody else but black women, black. See, that's what I'm saying. So that's why I can't. That's why I can't say for sure what it is. All I know is that when I do see it, it's only one person or one type or one uh, um, archetype that's doing it. So you guys look out for that. If you start hearing the narrative of we're being oppressed, and if you start hearing the word uh, uh, gaslighting, and you start hearing the word uh, a safe space, you get out the room. Just get out. You gotta get out. I'm telling you, it's about to go bad. If you start hearing words like "we need a safe space," and but th- leave quietly. Just leave quietly, okay? Um. So one thing I also noticed too, right, with social media in general, and I've been thinking about this for a while, uh, a couple of years now. We definitely think that social media has its benefits, right? We would assume that it has a net positive effect on the world, right? Um. Now I'm not really sure how true that is. I've had I have my skepticism's about being connected to everybody like that over a artificial um connection which would be Wi Fi and internet and things like that. So I think that the problem with social media is that that many people should not be connected to each other. That they should not have access to each other because it's unnatural. It's not natural anywhere for um Billions of people to be able to just communicate with each other, and and to have to intake all of that at the same exact time. Like somebody can pull up to a clubhouse and start screaming at you. You have hundreds or thousands of people just screaming at you. You can have on Facebook or Twitter people just writing you, "Oh, I fucking hate you. You suck. Your mom should die. I hope your kids die. I hope you burn in hell." And you maybe if one person said it, you know, you walking down the streets, a crazy person they yell out at you, you're like, okay, whatever it is. But if every day you leave your house and every day there's Everybody on the block, around your house, to the store, to your job, on the train, back home, in your house, which just saying that you suck as a person, it would affect you because it's every person that says it. How could you not assume that you, you're doing something wrong if everybody that you come in contact with is telling you you're doing something wrong? It's very hard to be like, no. I know I'm doing something right when everybody around me is telling me I'm doing something wrong. He's a very strong person to be able to do that. And the average person, especially, if they do not understand what's happening with social media. They don't understand that there's a, that there is a. I will call it a pressure. There is a pressure on you to connect with other people on social media. If you're on there, you're going to be looking at what other people's videos and their memes and their pictures, and you want to read their tweets. And you you're on there interacting. With multiple people. You're taking in all the things that they say. You're reading comments. You're reading tweets. You see how many likes you get. You're not. I don't think people are supposed to get. Be connected. to But this many people at the same time. Right? So. The reason I'm saying this is because. I don't think that. Social media will ever be. I guess it has its benefits. I don't think it will ever be. We will ever escape the problems that we run into on social media. And I see with Clubhouse that we're already going down this route of. It's just becoming chaos. It's becoming chaotic. And it's because you should not have a situation where 400 people are just in a, and this is the other two, this is the other issue with social media. This is one of the bigger issues with social media is that if you as a girl call a room of men, dick riders, you could get beat up in real life. There could be a guy in that room who goes, bitch, I'll slap the shit out of you as honestly African man, he must have a shit out of you. African dude might punch with your mouth. But that will happen on Clubhouse. You might get slapped in the face if you was in in, an African room. And that's the biggest problem with with, uh, social media is that people can get away with saying and more or less doing a lot of things without having to deal with the repercussions of those things. And I said, if you want to do those things and say those things to somebody's face, then by all means, you have the right to do that. But most people are not going to say and do those things in real life because they know damn, I might really get fucked up. Like, I'm not going to be out here yelling dick rider at a bunch of guys. I have never... I have never heard a girl in my life call a room full of guys dick riders. I have I have never heard a girl in my life insult a room full of men. Never. Especially using the dick rider term or anything similar to that. You suck a dick, you riding dick, get off his dick. Nah. Never hear that. I can't I can't, never. Well, actually. Actually. <sighs> Melissa is very uh, known for telling men to suck her dick. So, <laughs> so I cannot, I can, I cannot say for sure that uh, women are not saying telling men to suck their dick, okay, or dick riding or get off a dick. I cannot say for sure about that. Now that I think about it, Melissa has definitely told multiple of men to suck a dick, Prefer- preferably hers. So yeah let me i'm just gonna put that uh put that out there so it's it's very likely that you could get beat up but there is a possibility that you won't get beat up but the men you're talking to ain't shit they should not be allowing you to tell them to suck your dick that's all i'm saying um so that was my uh that was my clubhouse experience over the last week uh oh i almost forgot actually before i you know am in my little clubhouse uh rant clubhouse have the craziest shit i ever heard on there I, we was in a room yesterday right up till probably two three in the morning I'll, you gotta pay them their coin. facts facts i gotta pay them because they might jump me they honest they honestly might bitches excuse me they were kind of big there's some big ass black bitches in here so one of them was big i mean you know it That's is what it what is what the problem is not that the problem is the word bitches oh so the, they could be big black Oh, big black women. I feel like that sounds worse. That sounds worse than big black bitches. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you're probably right. But either way, um, it was, listen, all I'm all I'm saying is that there were some women in there who I view to be as very confident, right? Now, this room was geared towards being a sugar mama, sugar baby, being sugar babies, right? Now, if you're unfamiliar with this term, which I'm pretty sure you aren't. The room was about Oh, I thought it was about... Oh facts. They weren't all sugar babies. Some of them were just straight up hoes. And they was dominatrix, fucking for money. Strippers. What? There was a Dominatrix, there was a stripper. There's a bunch of hoes. Sugar baby, but they have different whole professions. But they all hoes. So I mean again, this is what they call themselves. You can't get mad at me. This is the the room. No, 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 no because a sugar baby is not the same as a stripper and we saw the difference too, So I call them hoes. I didn't say sugar babies. I said they hoes. They all hoes. Different kinds of hoes. So you got listen. You got different kinds of holes. You got different hole teams, and they are on different teams. All I'm saying is that there's some wild shit going on underneath the streets of the world that we have no idea exist. Okay, these girls are talking about how they are getting paid twenty thousand dollars to shit on somebody's mouth. One girl said, "I love peeing in the guy's mouth and watching it drip out of his throat." It, it was crazy. It was insane. And they were saying, "Yeah, I get paid all the time." I put the I put the the most requested videos me take of her taking a shit. She with put she puts the phone on the toilet i know a lot of y'all probably like oh my god what are you saying right now but i'm gonna get past that part that she was wild so they were talking about they were teaching other girls how to be proper hoes and how you got to always be on point and ready to be out there and be a hoe you know and i think something i find is very funny too so first thing i think that i'll prefer my my daughter to be one of them than a stripper that i've that i've seen and you know um they have a lot more confidence if my daughter is gonna be confident about being a hoe, then sure, be a hoe. That's what she wanna do. I don't care. Right? Now, one of the girls was like, Listen, when I go to these events, my family events, and they ask me how I get, you know, how I do so well, I say, I'm selling my pussy. That's what she says. So, I'm selling my pussy. That's what she told them. And she was like, You gonna complain? No, the fuck you're not, because I'm paying for your bills. I'm paying for your bills with this pussy. It's paying for your house, paying for your school loan, paying for your car note. So yes, I'm selling pussy and I have a degree, but I told sell pussy instead on the side of my degree. What do you want me to? That's what I'm, that's what I'm doing. Let me know if you don't like it, I can take the money back. And like I guess I just think that it's very funny because, um, I definitely, like I said earlier, prefer my daughter to be, I want to be confident. I don't know what, a, I feel like confident strippers aren't really that a thing. Um, I feel like, uh, what she was saying about being a hoe. A professional hole is that it requires a lot of work so here's what i was gonna say earlier that's funny right she was saying that if you really want to find a guy where's the? hold on one second she was saying that if you really want to find a guy right she was saying that a good if you want to find the, the the money the guys with the money right she was like they're not gonna be at the club they're not gonna be at these these bum ass basketball games they're not gonna be at uh at starbucks they're not going to be in the regular the hotel she was like you want to find the billionaires go to the bookstore go to the she said go to barnes and noble she said go to the racetrack she said go What else? Did she said go it was a racetrack she said a golfing oh uh racetrack yeah for cars uh go to get coffee but not at starbucks going to barnes and noble yeah and Listen, she she pretty much said go to all the places where people who who tell you and yell that they have money are not at. If they have people are screaming oh, at Whole Foods. Whole Foods, she said go to Whole Foods if you want to find the billionaires. She ain't say oh find a dude wearing a chain at the party. She ain't say who's the loudest guy screaming. She ain't say oh you gotta go to the basketball game. She they laughed at NBA players. They said I mean sure they have some money but they don't really have no money. Think about that. Think about how much money a girl got to be getting to laugh at the NBA players money. Like, yeah, I mean, they pay for some stuff. They talk, to oil, oil they, they talk to oil money, oil African money. OK, think about that. All right. Think she said there was one girl who got she said that she didn't want to listen to this. Right. The girl said that she's a friend. And the friend was. uh, What was it? The friend was. Going to school, she has she had got a good job, or she was about to get a good job. She did just passed her interview, and she was like, oh, I got a job. that's going to pay me $90,000 a year. She told her man that. He said, listen, baby girl, I don't want you to work. She said, what? But I want to work. He said, no, don't worry about it. But they pay that $90,000 a year. That's a good salary. He said, listen, how about this? If I give you $600,000 right now, will you not go to work? You think she's working now? She's not. She's not working. She took 600000 That That's pretty much her salary for the next 60 years. I'm sorry, but I'm that's six. That's six years. What? I might have to be yeah. So it's, ne- the, it's six years of her salary that he would have just gotten off top just for no reason. Just because. Now, think about that. He's willing to just give her $600,000 so she don't go to work. Yeah, I think NBA players are just giving girls 600 grand just because they don't want them to go to work. That's not including anything else. That's just don't go to work. 600 grand, here you go. Now th- they were talking about so much crazy stuff in there, but one other thing that, that I think was very important that they were talking about is that you have to take care of yourself. You have to care about yourself. You have to always be on point. And I just think that is so funny because no matter what industry you're in, the same rules apply across all industries for people who want to be great. You have to take care of yourself. You have to. They, she was saying you have to read. Yeah, she was saying read books. She was saying that you should read books as a professional hoe so you can talk to them and you can kind of be on point and when ready to go. If you're going out somewhere, the girl was saying that I'm always doing too much. I'm never not. What, what, what was her line? Yeah, I'm never not doing too much. Right. She was like, I'm never not doing doing too much. You know why? Because I'm always doing the most. That's what she said. I'm always doing the most cuz I never know what's going to happen. If I go outside, there might be a billionaire out there right now. I'm going to be on point cuz he going to choose me, he going to pick me. We going to we going to do something, right? Another girl said, "No, I don't really fuck with this line, but I think it was kind of funny." She somebody said, "Hey, how does your boyfriend uh uh feel about you being a sugar baby, right? Or how do you, how do you how does he manage dealing with that?" And she said, "He don't manage. What did she say? I forgot the quote. Oh, facts. Okay. They asked her, how do you manage having these guys and then also having a boyfriend? She said, I don't, I don't manage that shit. I don't, he manages it. I'm going to do what I do. He has to deal with it. He has to manage his emotions, his feelings about what I'm doing. I'm not changing what I'm doing. He, I like him. I will be with him. But I'm not about to stop doing it because he ain't paying for me. He ain't paying what with, with they paying. So. Wait, was she that hoes get, uh, wiped first? Yeah, she was saying hoes get wife first. She was like, listen, she got 10 people right now who will yeah. propose to her right now. Ten as a hoe, professional hoe. So, you know, she was saying that she don't post on Instagram because she don't want none of the other business. to know, she has stuff. And like I said, I just think it's so funny because people really need to understand this the people that you think are getting it are not the ones getting it they're not there might be like seven of people that you can look at and be like okay I know they're getting money and that's and honestly compared to the people who are really getting money they probably still not getting no money you're talking about like the Elon Musk the Warren Buffetts the Jeff Bezos the all of the, the you know the ones that we all know the ones that everybody knows yeah they have a lot of money but who do you think makes the money that gives it to them they have more money than them, okay, that's all I'm saying, so, yeah, LeBron's a lot of money, yeah, LeBron is doing well, yeah, uh, you know, Kevin Hart is doing well, you know, yeah, Jay-Z has some money, Kanye got some money, but, it, it, you know, it, they ain't to pay pieces of grand for the little girls, so you don't gotta go to work, that ain't happening, so, um, I just wanted to uh, touch on that, that was my experience on Clubhouse recently, and this is all part of a life update, by the way, um, I wanted to know if other people have experienced this. And if you have, uh, stop doing this. But I'm I'm going to explain what it is. Um, A lot of people whine and complain just so that they can be whining and complaining. And it's crazy to me, right? Now, the reason I say that it's crazy is because that person will resent you for telling them the truth right so they'll whine and complain to you and go oh my god i can't believe that this is happening oh my god i don't know why right i wish it would stop happening to me and then you go to them and you say yeah why don't you just uh stop going outside and saying things like that to people then that will solve all your problems I know, but I don't want. to. Uh, right? That's how whining sounds. For some reason, it always has the same tone. Uh, it sounds like Tina. Uh, that's. It is so. It's the same sound all the time. Right now, I just like I said. The reason I'm bringing this up is because I think that people really don't understand that what is the. There is no purpose. Zero purpose of whining and or complaining. And the reason me and us were talking about this the other day, right? Because I was trying to understand. There's a difference between people who are telling somebody else their problems and people who are whining and complaining. And I couldn't understand exactly what it is. Now, I think it all depends on where it comes from specifically. And that is what breeds a different kind of reaction to what it is that uh, you're saying. So I'm giving an example of what I mean. So if I, let's say I stub my toe right now, right? Ah, shit, fuck my toe. I ah, stub my toe, that shit hurts, that's crazy, right? That's me saying I hurt my toe. Now, here's the other option oh my god my toe hurts oh my god my toe right now why does one of those things sound worse than the other why is that you think it it is the tone of my voice obviously right but what is producing the tone of my voice what do you think it is right i'm gonna give you a second to think okay time is up this is what i'm trying to say right it's the fact that you are looking for somebody else to val not validate to um to sympathize with what you're going through, that's what you want, you're like, damn, I want somebody else to make me feel better about what I'm going through, that's when you start complaining and whining, because you want somebody else to fix your problems, if you hurt your toe, and you're thinking about yourself fixing the problem, you don't sound like that, you don't complain to yourself, you don't whine to yourself, you just go, damn, I'm gonna try and fix this myself, like, I my tear my toe, I gotta go, and I gotta get a band-aid, I gotta go, and I gotta get, uh, you know, alcohol, I gotta go, and I gotta get a wrap for it, so it doesn't hurt anymore, whatever the case might be, and I think that people need to understand that what you think and what you say to yourself is what causes your reaction to things. So if somebody is whining and complaining, it's because they are thinking about in their mind, oh my God, I can't do this. Oh my God, please. I don't want to do it no more, right? That's what they're doing. And you as a, as a person who is whining and complaining, it comes from a, uh, uh, what is it? a weak mental strength right now i was trying to understand what exactly it is to have mental strength now i'm listening i was talking about this recently too where i do i just normally i would just do things that i think have helped me over the years to build a mental strength and small examples of that would be if i got a p i'll just kind of say you know what i'm waiting to i finish editing this video and then i'll finish editing the video you know what I gotta pee, but I won't put this this plate in the sink. Okay, I gotta pee. I'm gonna, before I pee, I'm gonna just plug my phone in. Okay, oh, before I pee, I'm gonna just send this text real quick. Okay, I gotta pee. Let me just move this uh shoe off the floor real quick. And I'll just do little things like that. Because what it's doing is it's teaching me to know when I get a feeling of oh, this has to be done, I can take a deep breath and keep pushing myself to do more things. And you if you can apply that to anything else, you're gonna be successful. You're not gonna be you're gonna have a you're gonna be uh you're going to be a lot stronger mentally, because every time you run to that same situation where you have to do something, you you are able to you are able to push through something that you have to do even though you let's say it hurts. Um, and I think that's why it works with military and that's why it works with school because it's like, okay, you're in the military, this shit sucks. But you have to keep going through it, which is why people in the military are usually supposed to be very mentally tough because they go through so much shit. And there is no, I'm going to just back out. I'm done. It's no, no, no. You're going to keep going until this is finished. There is no stopping. And I think that's another issue, too, that comes in with people who are. uh, That is the issue of people who I think that they never get to experience what it is to have success because not it's not that they give up early is that they get the success. They think by accident. They don't think they got it by putting the work in. And it's a different kind of feeling you get when you have, when you think that, when you know that you got to where you got to by the work that you put in yourself. So think of it like this as an example, right? Think of an escape room. If you're in an escape room by yourself, right? And you want to get out and they tell you, you can press the button right here, you can just leave. You never really have to rely on yourself to do anything. You're like, you know what? I can just kind of, Whenever I feel like I'm trapped or scared, I can just leave, press a button, right? But if I told you that you are not leaving this room until you figure out how to get out, you're going to be in there for a while and there is no somebody's coming to save me. It's I have to rely on myself to get myself out of this situation. And that's why I like the escape room example because people will get out of a situation and feel like, oh, man, uh, I got out, but not because of their own actual hard work. And one person that I definitely... Uh, I mean, I've been watching, you know, kind of what he's been doing for years now. We play basketball together. Uh, his name is Isaiah Williams. Uh, you know, I'm probably, I mean, I put Instagram in the, uh, what's his Instagram? I.Will5, that's his Instagram, right? Now, this, this, this guy has been one of the, he probably doesn't even notice. He has inspired me on multiple levels, even from before he got into a accident. Right, because I remember there used to be times when we would go and work out it was me, him, and uh Xavier. We would just go play basketball and try and get better at basketball. He was very, very skinny. And I remember there was a day where it was me, him, and Xavier at a gym and we were looking in the mirror like, oh, we want to get broad, we want to get bigger. And at the point at that time, I think I was bigger than him, but he might have had a, a better six pack than me. Um so we used to be looking in the mirror trying to get bigger, we were doing curls and squats and things like that. So I know from then he wanted to get stronger, he wanted to get bigger. And to see how much work he's put in to get to where he's got to is phenomenal. It's amazing. I look at him. I see pictures of him. I've had screenshots of him on my phone like, damn, I need to work harder. I need to do more. I need to, like, uh, I just need to push myself more, right? Because I know where he came from to get to where he is now. Now, think about everything I just said, right? He He got so much bigger than he was before in terms of physically, right? He got into a terrible car accident, like, when I say terrible, I mean, I think one of somebody else in the car died. Um, I can't even remember all the things that happened to him. I know he, I think, had like a broken leg. Right now he has, um, he has poles in his leg. I don't know what they call it. I think it's poles. What's the other term for it? It's poles or. Yeah, he has like, oh, rods. He has metal rods in his legs. Uh, I think he had like broke fractured his groin. I think he, it was, it was just a terrible, terrible, terrible car accident. And he his videos him on his page where he wasn't even able to walk like he could barely walk and even watching the videos now i'm just like damn i know like i i don't i know the mental strength that you have to have to get up every single day and go i'm i'm just going to get a little bit better i'm just going to try and do better than i did yesterday and like i said earlier with the escape room nobody's going to come and say okay you know your legs are better now and your back is better and you're good. No. You have to just keep going every single day until you get out. Until you finally get to where you want to get to, you just have to keep going and going and going and going until you actually succeed at what you want to do. And the thing that I realized with Isaiah, oh, before I even get to that point, is if you see him now, he is playing basketball again. And this shit is crazy because he could barely walk before. He could barely even stand up by himself. And he's able to play basketball. He's bigger. He might even be bigger than he was before. I don't even know he still he works out he changes diet and the thing that i'm reason i'm bringing this up is because once you are able to do that and this is something this is why i say that i understand or i believe i understand what he's where his uh his mental state is where his mental strength comes from or is at once you have pushed yourself to be able to do something like that you kind of get addicted to it you go oh shit i got out of that like I was able to, I remember because he will remember like yo. I remember having to walk or trying to walk. Now us looking at it, we just might see you know, he might he might pull fifteen videos of him walking right before and now, but. He, only he remembers the days when he was probably laying in the hospital bed laying in his house the days of the mental tough that he had to go through or the, the the mental strains he had to go through of thinking like damn i can't believe this happened to me why the fuck did this happen i don't understand this is some bullshit he just but he has to keep dealing with that by himself he can't post those videos anywhere it's just what it is it's just kind of how things are uh it's not he can't post those videos anywhere because that's what he was experiencing at the time but he remembers that we don't know what that was, so he remembers the thoughts that he had before and where he got to now. And like I said earlier, it becomes very addicting because you go, "I was able to do that. And what else can I do? What else? I, I could do that too? I'm to try. Some, what else can I do?" And that's something that I feel like it's like I've done so many things that I didn't think—not that I didn't think I could do—but I wasn't. I, yeah, I didn't know if I could do. It. I'm like, I want to try to do this. People said I can't do it. People said I'm not gonna be good at it, and I ended up being good at it. So once you do that over and over and over again it becomes addicting to just want to continue to see what can I not do? Like, is there anything that I can do? And you just become addicted to trying to become better. So, um, that, uh, wraps it up for life update. The last thing I want to say about that this is a very light, long life update. The last thing I want to say about that is that we have changed our diet. Like I said, last week and because we changed our diet, like I said, last week, we have been, uh, kind of going through it. I'm not gonna, am not gonna lie. Melissa was on her, uh, her red bicycle last week. Her red bicycle was fucking her up. Okay, she was throwing up. Do you have diarrhea too? Yeah. She her whole body fucked up. She was going. She hasn't had cramps like that. She said in a, a long ass time. Like she, when she gets a period on the first day, she might have cramps for like, you know, she might she might be out of commission for like two to four hours possibly for the day, and then she'd be fine. She was out for the whole day. It was it was a wrap. She was throwing up multiple times. She couldn't even really eat the food. She was throwing that shit up. She was shitting. It was just crazy. She was sleeping. It was bad. And I'd be trying to tell people. Y'all yeah, be thinking that this shit is normal, and it's not. You need to change the food you're eating. I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah. Kiki you know, changing her food right now, trying to do the Dr. Doctor, the doctor Sabi thing. We got food videos. I'm telling you right now. Something's going to happen soon where you're going to realize, like, oh, shit, I need to change my diet. It's going to change your life, especially girls who have their period. Um, so my face starting to get kind of fat. I'm not really getting too many pimples, but I am getting pimples. Um, My armpits start to smell now. Another thing, too, I realized is that when I what, your armpits, yeah, I'm, tell- I, listen, I already know, when I eat the uh, electric food, I don't, it's, it, listen, listen, yeah, listen closely, I don't have to shower, okay, it just sounds crazy, right, I don't have, to, I don't smell, if I don't eat electric food, I, bruh, give me two, three days, I smell like all types of crazy shit, it just, it just my arms are so funky, and I'm like, bruh, before, I could go a couple days without showering, and be like, yeah, that's crazy, I don't really smell nothing, like, I, don't, I don't smell any different, nothing happens, my farts don't really smell like that, you know, it, it is what it is, and once, bro, give me three days of eating some other food, Bro, my face getting all puffy, my forehead start breaking out, my armpits smell, my feet might smell, I feel all oily, I'm like, bruh, this just crazy, it's really crazy, but like I said before, you got to make a sacrifice, and it, the sacrifice is working, like, we're getting a lot of work done, uh, we've been posting so many things on our YouTube channel. Um, like so many things and speaking of YouTube channel. Oh yeah. She tried. We are you talking about the, uh, the, the tortillas. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. We don't listen. It's a lot of work to cook that stuff. Like, especially if we're doing what we're doing. I think if you're not doing what we're doing, you'll be fine. Be, I think you should definitely, uh, transition into what we're, what the food, the diet that we did have. Um, but definitely stop eating. Listen, I always say the things I should stay away from is corn cheese um soy. soy anything with anything with soy in it anything with corn in it anything with cheese any, it was just the same thing as dairy anything with um peanuts i stay, i say i stay i say stay away from those um canola oil i stay away from that one too I still, these are the main things that i'm like these are all the huge ones like nah don't fuck with none of them shits like don't eat them nah don't do it bro so that's that um and then some meat obviously so, as I was talking about the YouTube channel, um I wanted to go into episode playback of last week. Uh what what's the time that we're at right now? And now we
1: are at right now? An
0: hour and 5 minutes. Okay. So, I noticed that I was blinking a lot and I do I definitely blink a lot in my, uh, the the podcast. Um so I did some research and some of the reasons why I blink so much is it says that I'm thinking. So I guess my brain is trying to process what I'm saying in my head. And I guess it's like a television screen almost where it's like, you ever see what a clips roll by really fast. I'm thinking that that's what happens with my brain. That's why I'm blinking so fast. Um, and I always wonder when I see somebody talking who does not blink fast, I'm like, damn, are they stupid? Like, like what? Why? <laughs> i would be, be seeing people talk on TV and I'm like, they're not blinking at all. What are they thinking about? Like, they're not thinking right now. certain points they're not actively thinking about their thoughts while they're saying it i feel like they're stupid i feel like <laughs> what are they doing i feel like i've seen too many people be on tv interviews and all types of stuff and they just be straight eyed no blinking they be honestly they be not blinking for longer than the average person doesn't blink so i be thinking like damn like are they doing it on purpose are they just dumb I they like maybe their brain is not processing anything like maybe they're so focused what the person is saying that they can't even think they just like You didn't see me do a slow blink? Hold oh, on, do it again. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I think they be doing. And I just think it's crazy that they don't I mean, I said that's what I read about blinking. So um I'm gonna look into it more, but I definitely be blinking. I honestly, which is funny to me, I blink way more on here than I think I do in real life. But honestly, I don't even know if that's true. Cause I can't I can't record myself. I don't know if I'm not recording myself, I can't see it. So I don't know. Bro, listen, listen. If y'all watch the videos of me on here, my I be I. I'm telling you, I blink, 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 blink. And <laughs> shit is crazy. Like I be just, I be looking back at the video like, what the fuck <laughs> is going on? And it's you would think I have like teres or some other type of ailment of like something wrong with my eye. It just be, I just be blinking. Like you have tics. tics, yeah, all of that. Um, so I just think it's crazy. I really be blinking crazy. Uh, I also feel like last week's episode was. I think it sounded very, very professional. Now, the reason why the podcast started so late is because we've been doing a lot of stuff lately and I'm trying to catch up on everything we've been doing because like I said, we don't want to get evicted. So we're trying to avoid that. We're trying to keep our life together and things of that sort. So I did not listen to last week's episode until two o'clock today or one o'clock today. So that is why the podcast started at three o'clock today because I didn't listen to the podcast till later. Uh, So that kind of fucked me up. But. Oh, see, that's my first yawn. That's what you know. Shit's coming to an end soon, guys. Um episode playback. Oh. So, you two, we posted a video. Did we posted a video within the last no, we posted that video weeks ago? Yeah. This uh, is three weeks ago we posted three. that video, mm-hmm. right? That video was doing numbers. It's doing numbers right now, okay? It is a video we posted about uh a person named Jerry Norton who does wholesaling. And if y'all remember, I talked about us doing like i think i said maybe three thousand views to four thousand views a month we shattering all of those numbers right now okay last time i think i made this this uh th- the podcast we might have been at like 150 possibly might maybe not even 150 yet of subscribers right and we at 162 right now let me check my shit right now we we at 160 motherfucking three. That's what I'm talking about. I, last time I, we started, when the podcast started, we was at 162. This shit not even done. We at 163. All I'm saying is we going up. Things is going up. We getting, we getting views, people getting, people commenting. We building relationships. Shit is crazy. Shit is crazy out here. So I just, I just really think that it's crazy how, uh, how, how crazy is going on there. Okay. We got a hundred and we now, I don't know if I told you guys this before. We are the top Bamboo Project on YouTube. There is no other Bamboo Project on YouTube that has the views and subscribers that we have. We are number one, numero uno. We are on top. There used to be another one called the Bamboo Project. And I don't know who, I'll honestly, if we're being honest, I'm going to have to sue them. Because I don't know who gave them permission to use that name. So we have to find out because that's unacceptable. But they have 160 subscribers, okay? We have 160 motherfucking three okay and we going up they got 31 videos we have 253 videos because we working on this side we get things done we're working 253 videos and we got so much more coming up we have videos for days that are coming up i'm telling you it's gonna be crazy we get we get we got we got some heat coming too between this month and the next six months and we could i'm telling you listen y'all think i'm joking right so here's the thing i have i have posted on my twitter before Nobody knows that I post this, but now y'all gonna know, right? It might still be there. I used to post, like, if I get out of this, nobody's gonna stop me. I used to post shit like that, right? And then I when I got out of it, I would post, yeah, I did that shit, right? Nobody knew what the fuck I was talking about, but I knew what I was talking about, right? So I'm saying this shit here, right? If I'm telling you right now, I'm telling you, y'all hearing it right now. I don't know if you remember this before either. I talked about when we first, I was thinking about this yesterday. I was, t- I talked about on this podcast when Melissa and I first started editing videos and thumbnails and I was like, yo, we just got some new plugins. Like we about to make these videos fire. Like we about to do these thumbnails. Thumbnails gonna be fire. Video editing gonna be fire. I'm telling you right now, go watch the last video that we, no, no, it's called uh, week eight of the uh, wholesaling series, Getting evicted. right? Go watch that shit. Tell me that production is not amazing. Like tell me that shit, it don't, it don't tell me that shit don't hit. If you could tell me that that shit don't hit after watching it you will lie you will lie you just lying that's all i'm saying and the shit's fire but if we find a way i'm telling you right now i'm telling you this this clip of me talking right now i will put it on my page i will this shit will go viral i'm putting it on my page if we find a way to wholesale enough properties let me stop hitting the thing because you're not gonna be able to hear what i'm saying if we find a way to wholesale enough properties to get out of the situation we are in right now, I swear to you on everything, on everything, you will never see. I'm telling you, I will be a different person. There will be so much stuff that will be happening when that comes. You won't even understand. You're going to see me doing commercials with Rose, not Rolls Royce. You're going to see so, you're not, not going to believe what's happening. Like, you're going to be like, how did this happen? I'm telling you. I'm building a network right now on how to do this real estate thing. If, the th- if all the pieces of the puzzle come together correctly, I'm telling you, this shit is going to be bananas. It's going to be bananas. Cause what you How are you going to feel, right? When you see me on here, right? Right now, I'm broke as shit. I don't got no money. I'm broke. I go from broke to 40K a month, 50K a month, 60K a month. Easy. I'm talking about easy, easy. And that's just real estate. That's nothing else. That's just real estate. 50K a month network, real estate, t- come on, listen, alright, y'all playing, watch, I'm telling you, if I get out of this shit, y'all gonna see this fucking video, you are gonna see this clip every day, for a year, you are gonna see this shit, I, I, I'm guaranteeing you, so, uh, um, so, this is one of the topics I have for today, right, what time are we at, okay, what time are we at, okay so we're gonna gonna cut this one so uh, I will end this with Donovan's questions and the topics we will talk about next week so today on Donovan's questions I feel like I asked this last week maybe I didn't I'm gonna ask you guys the family the bamboo project family let me ask y'all this is it better to make fun of your kids or encourage them to build confidence okay ask it again is it better to make fun of your kids or encourage them to build confidence all right so now melissa can you scroll down for me please i want to uh i want to hit you guys with with the what's up with the what's up all right so guys if you have a topic that you want to discuss or something that we said that you want us to dig deeper into dm the topic to the bamboo project underscore podcast we are welcoming guests. We shoot between 10 and 12 on Tuesdays. And if you have not already, you can go check us out on social media. Mine is Donovan Gray. D-O-N-I-V-A-N-G-R-A-Y. My amazing girlfriend over here is Anita Burn, A-N-E-T-A-B-U-R-N. We have multiple projects on this. We have, we're doing a lot. I'm telling you shit going to get crazy. We have the food project. We have the clothing project. We have the music project. We have the fitness. You know what? Watch this. Wait. I got y'all. Y'all not even know what's Come Watch this. I'm about to hit y'all with this real quick. I'm going to read a text to y'all that I got the other day. The text says, hey, Donovan, I'm thinking you and your girl can stop by the store one day when you're free and see what clothing collaborations we can do. I'm telling y'all shit's going to get crazy. We got the fitness project. We got the sports project. And we have the Bamboo Project podcast, which you are listening to right now. Okay bamboo project out.